0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of adventure radio sorry me tomahan and bill uh, the co-host or bill the uh, host and me the co-host depending on which way you look at it oh oh okay this week on the show guys we had a man named edward cohen who is quite possibly the michael jackson of powerlifting the michael jordan of uh of, of powerlifting the 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 power the ed cohen of michael jordan the 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 ed cohen of michael jackson yeah I mean, so he 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 let me tell you the greatest powerlifter of all time, genuinely. Now, the man is four foot eleven, but he's the most probably the most intimidating person I've ever met, and he's also a fucking legend as well. I absolutely loved him, guys. We were down at the Arnold Classic here in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, and uh, we had a ton of great guests. We met Brian Shaw, we met Mike Rashid, CT Fletcher, we met Steve Cook, um, legends. I had a uh, I had 10 beers with Arnold Schwarzenegger and we told sex stories and it was, I mean, it was just a, just a great, great weekend, you know, really, really I mean, you're going to love it. You're going to love the show. We're going to love the show. But firstly, we need to talk about our sponsors. Guys, today we are sponsored by Quash Creative, which is an Elwood based here in Melbourne freelance design firm run by our mate, Sean Marsh. His sole aim is to solve business challenges with creative solutions. Whether that solution is a new website, logo, or marketing strategy, if you come to him with a problem, he'll work out the most effective way to solve it. Now, mention Adventure Fit Radio, guys. When you go to www.quashcreative.com, this applies to all of you innovative adventure fitters out there. Head to www.quashcreative.com, mention Adventure Fit Radio, and Sean will give you a free basic SEO report on your website or feedback on your already existing brand, guys. You cannot rely on a service like that enough. Now, we are also sponsored by Audible. Audible is where I get all my knowledge from. And uh, obviously, that brings out the the joke of obviously, I've got no knowledge and you know I'm a bit of an idiot. And yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But I do have some knowledge. I obviously know what 2 plus 2 is, which is 17. Guys, if you head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash radio, you will get a free credit when you sign up for their monthly subscription. Now, guys. One free credit a month is actually fantastic. It is literally how I get all my books and all my knowledge when I'm on the go and I don't have time to open a page. Uh, I'm in the car, I'm, uh, I'm walking, I'm cooking my food for the week, all the good stuff. That's where I get in all my all my books and I love it. I'm reading pitch, I'm reading uh, writing books, I'm reading, I actually just started reading The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman and I can't talk about it highly enough. I already absolutely love it, guys. There's a... There's, uh, I think there's over two hundred thousand at least books on there, so more than likely you you will find the book you're looking for, guys. Finally, we are as always sponsored by Adventure Fit Travel. So we have Bali just booked in, ready to go. That is with Carl Paoli. We have a Thailand trip in Koh Tao coming up. That is with Dmitry clockoff guys. If you feel like traveling the world with like-minded individuals, jump on a, uh, a trip with either myself, Bill, or one of the other uh, awesome staff like Maca. Great friend of the shows. Will, we got out there. Jackie Perez, Dave Driscoll. We're all here for you. Jump onto adventurefittravel.com and you will love it. You will also get 10% off merch if you use the... The ah, I was so close to getting this done. If you say AdventureFit Radio, yada, 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 fucking hell. Here's the show.
1: Bye. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's
2: it! Yo! Discovery roger. Go for deploy. Where did we come from? Are we alone?
3: some kind never even considered for mass production
2: too weird to live too rare to die
1: Alrighty, gang. Welcome back to Adventure Fit Radio. Today we are sitting here with the great Ed Cohen. Um, How you doing, guys. Or, or pretty widely known as um, the, the world Jackson, the Michael, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson well, oh, of basketball, Michael Jackson of dancing, the Michael, yeah. the Michael Jackson of basketball, the, the Michael, Michael Jordan <laughs> of the uh, the eighties music the scene, the Michael Jordan,
0: the Michael Jackson of
1: powerlifting. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, it works well. As we uh, as we always do, we are going to uh, start by throwing over to Tommy though Alrighty. to welcome Ed in with Tommy's tribute. Alrighty, welcome aboard, my friend.
0: I've covered an Alison Chain song, so here we go. <clears throat> Ed Cohen is on the show. Compared to him, I look like pizza dough, but that's okay, cause I am way stronger, oh wait, I'm not, I'm weak as piss, (laughs) and there's not much that you can do, (laughs) all I want to see is for you to pick my co host up and throw him in a tree.
3: <laughs> Welcome aboard. Oh, I, I, you, excellent, excellent lyrics. Thanks, man. Thank you. Oh, I think shit. my heart melted a little <laughs> yeah, bit. That's
2: right, yeah.
1: Pick him up and throw him into a tree. Yeah, <laughs> throw him, I mean, I like him.
3: It's so. funny because uh, uh, all these guys back there know how I. I actually have a penchant for violence that pick I love. Picking <laughs> people up and throwing them in trees. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, he did it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did
1: it yeah, that's it right. Call the fire yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it. I, um, All right, Ed, so uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Why don't you um, tell us what you're uh, doing over here?
3: Well, first of all, the Arnold Classic. I was I was actually just at the Arnold Classic in Columbus, yep. the OG. And uh, I, I love coming to these things just... To see a few of the events, but I just like to hang out Mm. and see all these new, well, new, but all the old faces I haven't seen in so long. It's Mm -hmm. a get-together all the time, Mm. and it's I I just love it.
2: Mm.
1: Awesome! So it's a pretty tight-knit community, the
3: powerlifting community around the world. You would say? Oh, it's big. Australia is really tight and growing all the time. I mean, you saw they had one full day of women that were really intense with a bunch Mm. of monster lifts
1: world record yesterday man that was yeah. insane. Uh, an
3: all time world record that means yeah. across all federations was a high really? squat yeah
1: yeah that's insane and that was uh, that was 70 kilos wasn't it for a 242 squat 242 and a half kilo yeah. squat yeah <laughs> Yeah, unbelievable.
0: <laughs> That's it's funny. At the, at the time uh, when it all happened, everyone was cheering. I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> Bill was like,
1: "What's wrong with you, mate?" <laughs> Tommy really? goes, well, "What's so good about that?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I am like, "Are you not it. listening, mate?" The dude just screamed out, "It's a world record!" six times <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a right. row on the mic. I was, like, no, no, I was okay. just,
3: just with a pair of knee wraps, no squat suit or anything. <laughs> yeah. she, she was wearing a belt though. Yeah, yeah, but, oh yeah, still.
1: So, so, um, all right. So, so what? Um, let's yeah. take it back to the start. So, you are obviously famous for uh, for powerlifting, Ed. Mm-hmm. One of the greats. What got you into Strength sports in general, and well, uh, it's actually thing.
3: a pretty cool story that I told Arnold Schwarzenegger before a couple of years ago. <laughs> His, uh, drop there. That's yeah. huge. <laughs> uh, he inducted me into the International Sports Hall of Fame at really? the Arnold Classic, which is oh super wow, cool. man. man, that's amazing. Cool.
1: Yeah, Can't wait till I get in there. Yeah, yes, and, I
3: Well, <laughs> I, I did all the sports when I was a kid. I even wrestled. Mm-hmm. Um, like my first year in high school, I was four foot eleven, ninety eight pounds. That was my yeah. weight class. <laughs> yeah so, uh, but I, I saw Pumping Iron on TV as like a million other people mm-hmm. plus, and so I tried to bodybuild, and then I met Arnold at a uh, at a big uh, shopping mall back in my hometown of Evergreen Park, Illinois, mm-hmm. and I'm looking up at him, and I'm like, oh shit, he's six foot two. I'm like <laughs> a midget. <laughs> so I tried to be Franco Colombo, yeah, who yeah. was also in Pumping Iron, and because uh, Franco, was, Franco was strong, mm-hmm. and... Then all of a sudden I saw Bill Kazmaier lift on TV at the uh, national championships. It was, it was on like a, what they call Wide World of Sports. It was a big mm. thing on a mm-hmm. weekend. And I was like, well, wait a second. You could be that big, that strong, not have to diet and don't have to pose on stage in those little trunks. Mm. Oh. I found my sport. <laughs> <laughs> That's good.
1: That one's for me. Yeah, I'm very, um, I'm very against the, uh, the posing on stage side of it. Well, this, this whole, when this you're in whole... public it is, but when you're well, home you're uh, always walking
3: around. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, I was just, like, impressed by the way the guys have to train and diet and what they go through. Mm. But then I was at the Arnold Classic one of the be- a, a bunch of years ago, and I was right up close sitting with Joe Weider, another name drop. Mm-hmm. And I watched Flex Wheeler Pose. Mm-hmm. And it was the most beautiful damn thing I ever saw in my life. Yeah. It was so cool. Mm. Then it was like, oh, well, it's not like a regular lo- local show where the guys go out there and do four poses, and they look like a robot, and, yeah. you know, they look like shit. But... This was incredible.
1: Mm. Yeah, I suppose, to be perfectly honest, I haven't watched a whole lot of it in person, and there's a lot of artistry to it. Like, oh, I know yeah. some guys Especially doing- when these,
3: w- when you get to that pro level or big-time national level, and you know what the guys go through and what that, that little, you know, I mean, they, they don't even know what a, a, a Dorito tastes like for the yeah. last five years. Yeah. So what they have to go through, especially in compared to what you have to go through if you try to diet for just two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mate, I tried imagine. to get
1: on the I tried to get on the ketogenic diet, stop eating sugar <laughs> for about two weeks. Mad stomach pains, crankiest shit. Straight back on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, that's what's interesting to me about the bodybuilding. It's more the um the training and the dieting side of it. The, for, the part you that know? you don't see. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That for for people to be so so big and so so to so to put on so much lean muscle mass whilst eating that specifically and and, yeah. and that much regimen is just insane. Mm. It's it's funny because I don't. I don't much get into the, the actual posing side, but I clearly I'll just need a 10 minute sit down and mm-hmm. someone will be able to tell me, oh, you know, that's actually fucking amazing. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, yeah, it's more the dieting and the and the, and the training than anything. Yeah. yeah.
3: And then it, it's, it's nice when you have what's, what's your big guy's name? What's Josh? Josh Lenazwich, Yep. The nicest freaking guy in yeah, the world, yeah. and he's a
0: beast. Mm. Yeah, he's oh, he's, yeah, he's a big boy.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. met, um, we saw Steve Cook yesterday. We had a quick chat to him. He was in here in the green room, just behind us, and uh, and the whole conversation was about macros. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've eaten this amount of fat, and, and, I, and I, um, someone stuffed up with their, their amount of carbs, and like they were giving each other shit, playing off each other because like how they just yeah. missed, missed their carb window and this and that. Yeah. Like it's pretty incredible because so many people use food as like. Mate, and enjoyment it's a big enjoyable part of life and to make it for that like these guys are 10-15 year period of their That's life right. where yeah. they can't really enjoy yeah, they, food they it's know a,
3: their shit yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. but oh, it's, a very really big, it's a very big thing to give up you know like like food is pleasure mm. it's like it's nearly as it's good a as sex for some people
0: you know how do you find the balance between, um, between enjoying because I, I do like that idea of you know keeping it regimented and, and staying nice and healthy and you know eating the right sort of foods but I also really do like the balance of going out and Chowing down on something every now and I then. Do. You know, how do you find that balance when you're doing that sort of thing? I, I,
3: I got a mirror in front of me. If I look okay, I'm okay. I put a shirt <laughs> on. Yeah. I
0: suppose we're I'll
1: talking talk about, about, about body, bodybuilding.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: You know, I, I always made sure I got enough nutrients. And as long as because I lifted, I had to be in weight classes, mm. I couldn't let myself get too far out. like mm. Five kilos was good for me. That's all mm. I could drop. Yeah, without losing strength. There's two-hour weigh-ins, and mm-hmm. we didn't know anything about water loading and all this other crap yeah. that they do now. It was mm. just, you know, you diet like a freaking wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And they hit the sauna, and that's it. Yeah, Rocky though. So, Bell yeah, so <laughs> it was just. Uh, if my mind controls what my body does i'm going to make mm. my mind pretty happy once in a while by having a hot fudge sunday yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good I
1: like it's it. good <laughs> um, all right so so when you um taking it back to kind of some timeline so you were you decided right this is my sport and then how did it uh how did it progress for you through the early days and then like into your obviously top end of your career like where did it I start? I
3: love it so much that i just all i ever tried to do my whole career if you can call it a career was, sure, I think you can. Sure you, can. Oh, you definitely can. <laughs> Try to get better yep. every single time. Mm-hmm. So when I had a routine that I made work for you, for me, mm-hmm. um, I just stuck to it, and I was really smart about my weaknesses and being realistic with who I was and what, I, what, I, what my goals were.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: My, goals, my goal was never to be the best in the world, lift this amount of weight. My, bo- my goal was to get better every single training cycle, mm-hmm. and if you do that for a lot of years mm-hmm. – uh, you're going to be pretty good if yeah, you just did yeah. it over 3 to 5 years look how much better you'd be mm. if you every like 10 or 12 week training cycle you got better and you did that 4 years mm. four times a year over 3 to 5 years what would you look like what would you feel like yeah, totally and, different athlete you see what i mean Absolutely. Absolutely. that's what I, but that that's the focus i had then mm-hmm. well wow. i was fortunate that i was born with that focus mm.
1: well that's a great focus to have really because setting your setting your goals to something like um, i want to be this i want to be that you can lead yourself to a little bit of disappointment, oh. whereas if you're just working, you know, you can put, you know, picture yourself against other people, and you know, you whereas never if you never
3: fail when you take your time. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. And you learn if if you feel it coming on, you can tweak it as you go along. this doesn't work, bam. Rather than just get freaking slammed by it mm. and giving up or being so depressed that everything sucks.
0: Because mm. I think people often see you know these guys on pumping iron or or whatever, and they go. I want to do that. Mm. But they, they, they can't for the life of them taking into account that it's a 15-year yeah, process, yeah. you know, and it's just... That's, that's for me where I just have to make sure that I, my enjoyment of the sport that I'm doing is, is paramount before anything else.
3: Exactly. It has to be enjoyable, mm. but it has to be doable too. That's why the diet industry is a gazillion-dollar industry because people aren't realistic about what they do. Mm. It has to be doable. Mm. If you start someone off on... A bodybuilding contest diet—it's not doable, is no, it? No, it's right. But if you just make a few little changes, let's limit your sugars. Let's not eat pasta and bread or some, some of the potatoes. Let's time your meals out, and you can st- and, and still add ketchup and mustard and salt and mm. this and that they'll still make drastic compute improvements yeah. now if they could do that the rest of their lives they'll be way healthier that's right but if not they just quit mm, because yeah. it's not doable I, um, yeah. I
1: actually just had that exact conversation with my Uber driver two days ago <laughs> I jumped in the car and he said uh, oh wh- finished work I said no no just the gym he goes oh and he went silent for about 10 seconds he goes I have a question I said what, what's that sir he was yeah. an Indian fellow we should get him on the show <laughs> I, said, um, <laughs> yeah. I said what's that he goes how do you lose the, uh, the the fat of the tummy, <laughs> the tummy fat, fat of the tummy? That's I was so like, good. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> don't ask me, man. I'm a porky. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, that's pretty pretty politically correct, so. isn't,
0: isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> How do you not be a fat fuck?
1: Yeah, <laughs> basically.
3: <laughs> well, in English, sure. we this is what we say. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. So, what did your programming look like? What you, you mentioned it like you Basic. needed to find you needed to find mm. something that worked for you.
3: My my programming was power bodybuilding. Power bodybuilding. So, you know how powerlifters, they cycle their squat bench and deadlift? Mm -hmm. Well, I also cycled my close grip benches, my inclines, my shoulder presses, my bent over rows, my chin-ups, my pause squats, my Olympic-style close stance high bar squats, Mm -hmm. my stiff leg deadlifts, my deadlift, my uh, deficit deadlifts. I cycled all those because I didn't want a weakness. Mm -hmm. Plus, it made me look really fucking big and good at the time, too. (laughs) yeah shit so oh, how, okay. how many hours are you training a day then three or so yeah the, the heavier I got the more time I took in between sets because the higher you have to go mm. yeah. yeah but uh, I never uh, timed anything yeah I just was focused and alright I'm ready to go I'll go yeah that's it it's
0: amazing to, to get that like you said before that amount of focus so just when you, you, you figured out the powerlifting was your thing bang that's what it was and it's become your life now did you did you start off with a with a relatively decent amount of sort of baseline strength or you just yeah. dance it from scratch?
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, look at these.
0: Yeah. We have heard of oh, yeah. I'm, oh, like, I'm, like yeah. I'm just under five Give which... us a, give
3: us a, give us
1: a. Ah, oh, fuck. That's... Fuck this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, right, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll
3: show you I to <laughs> describe it Shake my hand all the way in. Okay, it's good. But see, I used to train my fingers all the time. Now go, now, now go to fingers. Now squeeze. Feel a difference. <laughs> <laughs> and that's without using them. That's not the wet fish. That's with only using these three.
1: They call that the wet fish, but that's not the wet fish. Well, he no. gave me the opposite of the wet fish. That's the wet fucking. Yeah. He gave me the hot seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, I, I actually shit. had a, a trouble masturbating when I was younger. I hurt myself all the time. Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're proportional, I'll, you would have been fine. Yeah. Purple Dick McGee over here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The boys used to call me Purple Dick McGee. I just keep bullying and stooling
0: and I outswatted him and threw him in a tray.
3: Yeah, but, uh, you know, I. I, I used to just concentrate on the little things. Uh, okay, what's your weakness? Where's your where's your sticking point in the bench? Okay, well, close grips or inclines or shoulder presses mm-hmm. or varying your grip on the inclines mm-hmm. or bench is gonna, That's what's going to help. Putting your feet up will help. It'll take out your any leg drive. It's all upper body. So, the things in the off season I did was similar to the main lift, but it would be different. Mm. Like I said, mm-hmm. I was all um, halfway up the legs, so I was all adductor, b- uh, hip and back power. I didn't have quad power. I never had huge legs whole off season I would cycle high bar close stance Olympic style squats mm. the whole training cycle. Mm-hmm. It would be benches with my feet up. It would be deficit or stiff leg deficit deadlifts. A whole training cycle. My whole yeah. off season was to correct my weak points. Yeah.
0: So how did you come to understand this this knowledge of, of movement? Like was it something that you just researched yourself or did you have a coach or?
3: I researched everything myself and I was my coach. Mm. Wow. Mm. Oh, that's phenomenal That's incredible. Yeah.
1: So so what did you um me tell me aren't powerlifters so I am now actually so no I powerlifters You're adapt- really not You're doing some powerlifting but no, no, right. oh, you're not really a powerlifter yet That's right That's all what I say about surfing People say Do you surf? I'm like Are you a surfer? Well, no I'm not a I surfer can. but I, I surf but, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not a surfer yeah, My yeah. brother is a surfer Yeah it's the yes. same
3: thing Like there's like 50 million bodybuilders in the world so the same, yeah, but, yeah. but you know, one percent of them compete, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's right, exactly.
1: But um, so so, what were your um, what were your kind of highlights throughout your career? What did you, uh, mm. what weight category did you spend most of your time in? Like what uh, numbers were you hit back I then? I started
3: off. I was a very light, seventy-five kilo guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first meet, yeah. and what's funny about my first meet is. The squat racks didn't go low enough, so they had to take the bar <laughs> off the racks and put it on my, on my back. <laughs> right. you know? At least that didn't give you a little
1: ramp.
0: That would have yeah, been, been even worse.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> just jump, jump in here, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: but no, right. I, you know what? I, I enjoyed everything along the way because I got so many friends all over the world. Yeah. That's really
1: yeah, great. absolutely. Um, so, so you started at 75, and then through your career, did you progress through the weight categories yeah, as just, well? Uh,
3: when it when it became dangerous to cut weight and still lift a, a ginormous amount of weight where you end up getting injuries, mm. then it was time to go up a weight class. Yeah,
1: for sure. And for, for I mean, in powerlifting, when you've got a two-hour window, similar to um, similar to weightlifting, weightlifting's the same. It's, it's, it's a lot, I think it's safer when you have the w- day of the weigh-in because you don't get that incredibly mm. crazy weight. Yeah, because you have
3: guys that'll uh, IV bag up and do yeah. all this other stuff and all of a sudden weigh 20 kilos more the That's next right. day.
1: Yeah, same as the UFC. The UFC yeah. got a lot of problem with that. So mm. for, for you, what, what was that? Um, what was that limit for where was it easy to come down two hours back? Five and then kilos. Five kilos. And how would you do that? You would just literally die for the week. Just
3: knock out a, a little bit of bad shit out of the
1: diet and it would come right off. Yeah. So you must have had a pretty fast metabolism. It was kind of easy yeah. for you. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. never
3: could get fat. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. And then, so what yeah. are the guys doing now? Like, because raw thing. like here today, we have a two hour weigh-in, right? Yeah. But in other federations, there's. Yeah. Day well,
3: sometimes during the year. This is just for pro raw. Yep. The uh, the the federation here will not have two hour weigh-ins. Sometimes they have twenty four hour weigh-ins.
1: Yeah. And so, what are people? What are like? What's the limit on a twenty four hour weigh-in these days? What like, do you think? Uh, s- s- some
3: guys will drop fifteen kilos yeah. easy. Some guys even more. Yeah. I've heard. <laughs> That's and insane, they'll isn't be it? back up. Yeah, they'll be back up. You know, fifteen or twenty kilos by the next day. Which, to me. My own personal belief is that's really fucking dangerous. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Bo- both in dropping it and putting it back on. Mm. You know mm. the depletion with all the minerals with for your heart, and then putting it all back on with congestive heart failure and who knows what else.
1: Well, there was an um, yeah. MMA fighter in um, forget what the what the league was. One of the one of the top five leagues. There's mm-hmm. UFC, Bellator, and then there's a bunch of the leagues in Japan. It mm-hmm. yeah. was one of the leagues in Japan. I think it was One FC possibly. I'm not sure, but. He died weighing in. There you go. Or cutting. So we lost a what? Cutting Easy 15-20.
3: Yeah, I, I don't
1: had, know. I instant. had
3: a very good friend of mine um, who was competing in the Masters Nationals in bodybuilding in the U.S. And at weigh-ins, everyone said, he's going to win. After he weighed in, he took one step in his room, dropped dead. Jeez. Fuck. See, that's – yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to detract away from, from
0: like,
2: crazy, just you
3: know. the – No, it's just, you know uh, – I'm pretty sure he had an existing condition okay. with an enlarged heart yep but besides that not everyone knows mm. what they have and what they're capable mm. of so but you know what if you play freaking American football or your football without mm. pads yeah you're, you're gonna get hurt I mean top, you're, top gonna top hurt. you're gonna get oh, well, hurt you know what <laughs> I tore my pec a couple times, I got a chunk missing out of my bicep, I got a chunk missing out of my tricep. Mm. You see this neat yeah. scar? <laughs> yeah. uh, this hip, my right hip I had uh, replaced <laughs> six scar. and a half years ago. This one was just a little oh, over yeah, nine, shit. nine months ago. Mm. I wouldn't change a fucking thing. Exactly. Oh, that's right. Exactly, the yeah. juice
1: is worth a squeeze for, yeah. for, for, for the most you know what, part. I can some still people squat and
3: deadlift, and I can still have fun, and I enjoy it. Yeah. So now I, I try to be a little bit strong but look stronger, so I have to do some traps and curls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh, we all <laughs> need to do traps and curls. That's how yeah. I kind
1: of want to be, too. You can just tell, yeah.
3: like, oh, geez, I just don't at all. That guy strong as fuck. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you, you, still know, you still need to do it a lot. I need to do a lot.
2: I'm anything.
0: Yeah. But what about, sorry, Bill, what about the ethics on that? I mean, if someone's losing that much weight and then putting it back on before they compete, can you really call them that white class? Um, Maybe I just don't understand. It, it. it
3: all depends. If you base it on the old days with the two-hour way, and no. But if you base it on what they're going through now and what they're doing, yeah, that's just the thing now. Mm, as, long as, compare, the rules, really. as long as mm. you don't compare, as long as you do compare the two, then it doesn't really matter, does mm, it? Yeah. They're still working their asses off in the gym. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And I guess if everyone's up. doing it. Yeah, it's 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 just the it's thing level. now. Yes. Yes. As, as, long, as long as you don't say, um, as long as you don't have someone who competes at. Uh, let's say the 75 kilo class now that dropped 15 kilos and is up 15 kilos by the time he actually competes as to someone who put back on uh, a half a kilo in yeah. two hours yeah. from the old days as long as that one guy that's heavier now doesn't say well yeah I beat his records yeah that's no, no, right yeah a bunch of exactly because yeah. exactly. it's different parameters of the because, Yeah, that's when you get into stupid shit yeah mass that, moves moves uh, mass like it's just yeah. fortunate that most of the guys don't feel that way they just want to do their own thing and yeah. Uh, yeah. like you saw me coaching yesterday I fucking love it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. testing there's it's a, um,
1: interesting with, the, with the, um, the mixed martial arts competition in, in Japan after they had the death what they've done I'm not exactly 100 percent sure of how mm-hmm. it works, but my understanding is they have um, they have yearly um, they have to the well, fighters have to weigh in every two months, mm. so and then they get assigned a weight category. Mm. Okay, you realistically, this is where you so sit. That's cool. out. I understand. Yeah, and yeah. then and then they have to, um, yeah, because you can't you can't cut up you can't cut that many times nah. in a year. Like it's just really unhealthy and shit for your training. Yeah. So that's what they're trying to do to kind of alleviate it because it is pretty fucking insane oh, the, yeah. the the stuff we go through. Well,
3: actually, the only reason they're doing it is to try to. Uh, appease the masses so they appear like they're trying to get their shit in order well yeah they get in <laughs> trouble when all they people doing. die basically a lot doing.
1: of paperwork when someone dies <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, when they're right. in fight yeah, yeah. yeah that's all
3: they're doing but, um,
1: so what do you think about the um, the industry now Ed like powerlifting it's kind of I feel like in America it's booming I see everybody everybody's got like a YouTube channel that's pumping yeah, and there's yep. all these po- podcasts oh, out there well, and, social
3: media is great and bad, bad. Mm. and one's and Part it's great because more people get to see it, mm. Mm. and the bad part is uh, I'd say about 80% of the people don't stick to their own routine, mm. they just try to get more likes and shit mm. like that. So they end up not doing their own routine by trying to what the cool shit are too heavy and mm. stuff like that. Mm. So they don't last as long. Mm. But uh, the biggest thing with social media is CrossFit saved powerlifting. Mm. I don't care what anybody says, mm. how they used to make fun of CrossFitters and stuff. First of all they're more educated Mm. (laughs) they have more money and better jobs and Mm. they spend it and they all want to get better now the CrossFitters now Mm. as opposed to when it started when it started it was a joke yes and at the at some of the national championships in the US they'll have as opposed to like 200 lifters they'll have 1100 lifters Mm. yeah that's insane isn't it that's a lot of CrossFitters coming in that do powerlifting i have a bunch of friends that do crossfitters uh, that are crossfitters that have crossfit gyms that i i've done seminars yeah for. Mm, for so sure. how is that a bad thing it's mm. a great thing to get more people involved it only helps the sport yeah, absolutely it's right. It's right. that's right what Dmitri um,
0: Kalkov says as well about from
3: it's yeah. it's help side weightlifting. lifting and because yeah, he yeah. yeah. traveled yeah. around with and so did i i've yeah. traveled yeah the last couple of years i've traveled around with charles mm.
1: yeah it's pretty um it's pretty interesting the um I think Hook Grip and and All Things Gym as well have helped along with the the, the social media. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So definitely... Hook
3: Grip always puts out the cool old time videos on Facebook. I always love that stuff. I love them.
1: And they've got like the symphony orchestra playing for the uh, the slow motion cleaner. Makes me just want to listen. Doesn't it? Isn't
0: it awesome? Throw a bill in a tree.
1: All right. It is good. So, um, look, me and Tommy basically we're... um, We've been walking around this Arnold Festival, looking at all the um, dudes that are, you know, juice out of their brains and like all the, all the physique, all physique the, crew. All the freak- Well, yeah.
3: you know, if you, if you go over to one side, uh, it's 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 one thing. If you go to the other side, yeah. my IQ goes up a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, oh, it definitely <laughs> yeah. does.
1: Um, <laughs> That's right. the, it's the, the the smart person inside me wants to yeah. cry. <laughs> um, so, um, but me and Tommy, um, basically, when we're walking around a place like this, we feel like like I don't mind my rig when I look in the mirror when I'm at home. When I'm here, I feel like a skinny little weed boy. Oh yeah!
3: Yeah. (laughs) But no, no. Here's what you should think of: Uh, uh, we have jobs, we make money. We're pretty intelligent. I'm, you know, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. Large hummels.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's <right>. Yeah, Okay.
1: <laughs> well,
0: some.
2: Sure.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean.
0: That's right. Big hands.
3: Yeah. You know big, they say about big, big necks, but uh, size 12 U.S. shoe 12? too. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. What, <laughs> what, happened to,
1: what happened to your famous?
0: Yeah.
3: I was born to power lift. Look, yeah. look, at, look at this wingspan. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. crazy. What's Joe Howlett have sex? Yeah. Well, not with myself. Yeah, that's right. But, and you're healthy. Mm. You can do what you want to do for the rest of your life. Mm. And you have a realistic goals. You're not an extremist.
1: Yeah, that's right. I was
3: an extremist with what I did. A lot of people here are extremists with what they do. Mm. You, All you got to do is just get better. Mm. And you succeeded. Mm. No,
1: no, that's right. I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely happy. I was just taking the piss out of ourselves and trying to lead into the question of, like, what me and Tommy both, when we were walking into this, this uh, interview, we both said, I think the number one question is, like, we want to know, Ed Cohen, how do you build strength? How do you get strong? Yes. So, like talking actually training, what are the what are the most important tenets for you that you see that people are missing out on? That, like, say you had an athlete, you had them from the start. What are the? I mean, obviously you bring them along slowly.
3: Mm Yeah. Um. It's it's technique, 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 and then it's time, time, time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because you see, guys, there's like a million different routines, and a million different guys do different things to get strong. And a lot of them work mm. as long as you pick your right numbers and your mm. technique is good and you have realistic goals. Mm. That's it.
2: Yeah. Mm. But
3: you got you. You can't take a guy. Then l- l- let's say you you, you took a, a newbie into the gym, and you made him do just a, like a powerlifting cycle to see where his strength level is at over like eight or ten weeks. Let's say he squatted like 150 kilos. The uh, next training cycle, you're not going to say, "Well, we're going to plan this one so you squat 200 kilos." Yeah. No, that's when you start messing up. So if you take take your time over two years, instead of you t- have him trying to hit that 200 kilos on his second cycle and being depressed and then basing all his numbers on a, 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 fa- a, a false high-end number that you mm. want to hit mm-hmm. that's not attainable, if you do it right after two years, all of a sudden he's hitting 250 after two years. Mm. Because all of a sudden it took two to three years to build a proper base for his body to be able to handle everything to work correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what it's about. Mm.
1: Yeah, okay. And what about programming? Do you think that, um, obviously there's a million different ways to skin a cat. Um, what What do you look at for a good program? I mean, I'm just starting palleting, so for us it looks like normally it be, um, it'll be squat or pull one day um, with bench on that day, so not on the same day, and then one day we might have a uh we might have a squat with a deficit deadlift or some sort of accessory deadlift Um, or something like that like how does your kind of programming you you can't
3: you can't have your uh what is it your frequency intensity and volume all up in the same week yeah if two of those are up in the same week you're dead so it's okay to do squats twice in the same week as one as long as one of them the intensity and, and the volume isn't too high like it could be like a a technique speed day. Mm. Yep. It, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you could have one day where you do a whole bunch of assistance exercises. I used to, squ- I, I had, squ- I, when I got heavy, as far as body weight and the amount of weights I hit, I needed more recovery, so I couldn't squat twice a week. Yeah. Mm. So I ne- knocked it down to once a week. Wow. So, so for you guys twice a week would be you have one regular squat day one day where you do like technique and pause squats Mm -hmm. to learn how to build explosive power that way Mm -hmm. Um, in the deadlift you could have regular deadlifts one day one day you could do stiff leg deadlifts Mm -hmm. Uh, bench uh, one bench day one wide grip or close grip bench day or something like that Mm -hmm. with more assistance work to fill in the blanks
1: yeah so with such a obviously with powerlifting having such a like, it crushes your central nervous system. Obviously, obviously, um, obviously, you can train yourself into being able to handle more. It's yeah. obviously what happens due to um, just the time you have in the sport. But, like, with the powerlifting, see these, all these guys that are in the Pro Raw over here. So, would they be doing four days, five days, six days? Like, what's, uh, you know, to let four your central nervous... Four to five days ner- at the most. Four to five and days that's at the once most. a day?
0: Or yeah. twice a day, or yeah, once okay. a day?
3: Yep, yep. Okay. Mm. Mm. So, and you just need that so just to, it, just when to let have, CNS when you recover. you have a job, oh, exactly. living, yeah. you, you're not in the system. Back in those days, that, that all came from the the Soviet and Bulgarian weightlifting system. Mm. You know, four or five training sessions in a day. But they would only do one or two exercises per and the session would only last 45 minutes. Mm.
1: Mm. And the Soviets were sponsoring them with uh, $5,000 worth of Mexican supplements yeah. per week as well.
3: Yeah, wouldn't they, The whole <laughs> world was that way back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, interesting. So, so what about, um, what about nutrition for powerlifting? Like, what are we talking here?
3: Same Do- as everyone else. Same as everyone else? You have to uh, meet nutritional needs to, to fill the sport that you're in. Mm. The, goal, the goals are you know, whatever exercise you're doing. Mm. That's simple.
1: So, all right. So Keep so basically- your protein
3: high. Uh, keep your carbs uh, before and after you train. Mm-hmm. And uh, make sure you get enough micronutrients and you're fine because mm. our goals are different in bodybuilders, so I can look in the mirror and say, "Well, yeah, I still look pretty good. How's my weight? Mm. How do I feel for my training?" Mm-hmm. The bottom line is how I feel for my that's training. That's right. It's a performance sport, not an aesthetic yeah.
2: sport. Yeah,
1: yeah. So well, that's cool. So it's just basically as much good food as you can uh, you can get into fuel your body, Eat, and according to your body fancy. weight
3: and what your needs might be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then you can. Uh, you, you, here's where the the bodybuilding will come in. Is nowadays, because we didn't know this shit back then, is we could go to a good bodybuilder and say, what will my nutritional needs be? And these fucking guys will know. Mm. They'll be able to help you, the good ones. Mm.
1: Yeah, Steve Cook could be good for that. Uh, be, hey, steve uh, look at me <laughs> just now. I'm a pal, if you train, uh, four days away, what do that. you think? <laughs> well, uh, you'd need uh, a... Yeah. We'll see, we'll see I'm, I'm fortunate. <laughs> that I
3: have like uh, uh, Stan Efferding and Lee Norton on speed dial.
1: Yeah, right there you go and
3: late, late is you know more with the flexible dieting that mm. means okay you could cheat just mm. knock out this at this meal and you can have it on this meal mm. make sure you get your all, all, hit all your goals and you're not it's not a problem mm. yeah, that's a the real. easiest way
1: yeah I'm a real flexible dieter. Oh, yeah. Uh, except I'm, I'm more flexible on the on the wrong on end the end of the scale. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like if oh, I eat no, no, uh, no, no. these donuts at, uh, at breakfast, then I'm going to be able to have this muffin. No, at see, lunch. I, I won't have the
3: donuts at breakfast, <laughs> and then, so then I'll I sneak in the veggies dinner. I would, I would at have dinner. the uh, the giant blueberry muffin with a glass Ooh, of whole milk yeah, before yeah, I oh, went to bed, mate. Yeah. That's what
0: I do. But see, get, my rationale,
3: my rationale to make it right,
0: best paleo of all
3: time, mate. To make it right, to make it right is well, you know what? It just helps me go to the bathroom in the morning. Yeah, that's not bad, nature. Yeah, there you go.
1: B- Flash out the system. I now, I need, to ask you this. I need to ask you this, Ed. It's not that important of a question, but I just want to know. So when you're eating a muffin with a nice glass of milk, yeah. is it bite, milk, chew, <laughs> swallow, or is it bite, swallow, milk, swallow?
3: Uh, bite and how chew a, help you squat bite, <laughs> chew a little bit dead milk yes then swallow yes!
1: and
0: then they say a muffin a day gets me. the shit out of your ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just that's, what I said yeah. yeah. uh, yeah, I think that me. was a
3: Dr. Seuss book yeah, I, think, I think it was yeah, I think I've
0: got a tattoo in my arm yeah. <laughs> uh, yet, I wanted to um, ask you about sort of the mindset and stuff when, you, when you're going up to, to lift those heavy weights like you, you spoke about how you naturally had that focus as a kid and and what you um and what you really use to to get you to where you, where you are now? What what are you thinking of when you when you're approaching a deadlift, for example? Like what goes through your mind? A lot of people talk about they gear themselves up negatively, like come on, you fuck, we, that's fucking, you're awake and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> what um no, what do no, you no. do?
3: Um, everything you do in training prepares you for that, so mm. there should be no variable. Mm. So you shouldn't have to like get so fucking crazy. If you have to get so fucking crazy, first of all, you're weak-minded because you're trying to break a negative thought. Mm. That's what usually slaps and all that Mm. shit do is uh, ammonia. It breaks a negative thought that's creeping in your head. But uh, mine was just, I would walk up to the bar the same way. I would grab the bar the same way. I would wiggle in and get tight the same way. As long as I got a feel for my positioning was perfect, I didn't have a doubt in my mind I could lift the weight. Mm. It's all set. Mm. It's all ready. When I walked up to a squat bar, to this day, I could still walk up to a squat bar no matter what the weight, the same exact way I always did it, grab the bar the same way, wiggle underneath it, get tight, take the same steps out, be in the same exact position where it's like, oh, you're on
1: a happy
0: place. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, uh-huh. even just walking the bar out, I'm new to the sport. Is walking the bar out? That's, that's unconventional, isn't to it? To me,
3: no, it is. It's that's how it all started. All oh, right. Like to me, the monolift sucks. They're a bunch of pussies. Yeah. But I love these guys. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yes, I, I, the- I like walking out of a monolift because it's more space than squat racks. But that's just what I learned. and That's what I was comfortable with. Yep. Yep. I so mean, I mean it, it, it is It is harder. It is. Yeah. It is harder, but uh, More time on attention. no, you can't take anything away from anyone. So Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. just different Different equipment. I just tease them all like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like you know. any little lap you can have yeah. on someone. Yeah. <laughs> I remember before we had remote controls for TV, <laughs> little fuckers. Yeah. Look at my name. Yeah. Look at my name. Yeah. <laughs> That's a YouTube video, too of you actually yeah, doing just, injury just google Ed Cohen injury and you'll watch my, my I, oh. I tore my Patel tendon in, in half it snapped in half in the oh, middle any college damage what, as well what, what? no yeah, my, my, my cousin is my orthopedic surgeon really? so he put it together like two ends of a mops so and he said any other areas that I didn't really know about, I just put extra sutures in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look a little loose. Yeah. Never, so, never, so, right. Tighten them right. up. Just never, <laughs> never had a, yeah, a, Your left arm stu- um, <laughs> soaked your right arm. i never had a Yeah, I've never <laughs>
3: had a problem there like 16 years since it happened. Yeah, right. And <laughs> what,
1: what were you doing when you had squat. the injury? Squat. squat. For
3: 440, a 442nd attempt, which actually should have been like nothing. I was going to squat 455 that day. It was going to be the day that I first benched 272. Yeah. Which I didn't get a chance to fucking do. Yeah, right. So uh, as soon as I set up, I set up too fast and put my right leg out a little bit too far. So when I started to go down, I felt my knee coming in. But it was like, you're standing in front of a train and you know you're going to get hit. I couldn't stop it. And then when it snapped, it, it felt like my whole leg broke oh. in half. Oh, <sighs> man. And then it's luckily, insane. because I used to train with a lot of these old school Guys, one of the guys that used to help me, a guy named Ernie France and Bill Sino. Bill Sino, to this day, was the only person ever to win a bodybuilding nationals, a powerlifting nationals, an Olympic weightlifting nationals. He beat Sergio in the most muscular part of a bodybuilding contest way back then. Wow, that's that's epic. What an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. And they taught me how to dump the bar if something happened. Mm -hmm. So I dumped that bar the spotters wouldn't have been able to catch you because it happened on the way down. You don't expect something to happen on the way nah, down nah, nah. way on the way up. Not at all. And uh, so I was lucky enough to learn that. But uh, it was like six months till I put a bar back on, uh, on mm. my back. Yeah. But my, my, my cousin looked at me and uh, one of his therapists and said, well, you know what? I know what I did to get you better. Uh, he knows how to get your mobility and stuff back, and you know how to get stronger. You two guys put your heads together and don't get hurt. Mm. So my uh, my physical therapist at the time ended up do- doing his doctoral thesis on my knee and everything <laughs> we did for it and became a doctor off my That's knee. That's insane.
1: <laughs> That's insane.
0: That's great. So, so run us through. Sorry, we had the, um, the mic, oh, well, the overhead sort of yeah. come through so you were you were squatting on the downward phase, and it just it just collapsed through. Then
3: yeah, the, the, I, I set my right leg a little bit too wide. Oh, okay. Yep. so it started to come in, and it just snapped in half. I just felt it straight away. The patellar tendon snapped in oh, half. So right. are
1: you using knee wraps at this point, or you're yeah, not but that old
3: school knee wraps. Yeah, right. It's, it's like just like bandages now. <laughs> <break laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Fred Flintstone's car compared yeah. to yeah. a Ferrari now. Yeah. Well, that still
1: works. I mean, it just takes me a long time to
3: get places. Yeah, well, things things the knee wraps
1: these days look pretty pretty basic still to me. So I can't imagine what the what the Fred it's so
3: years a little shorter not a spring <laughs> they were, um, they were, yeah. news-
1: they were um, newspaper just wrapped <laughs> yeah. you know like the fish and chips That's the thing, <laughs>
3: <laughs> sometimes they use the fish and chips <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh. whatever works exactly
1: <laughs> so who are your um, who are your favorite palaces in this day and age like what are some of the most impressive, so many. impressive things I, so saw, many. I saw Eddie Hall um uh, he's
3: not a power lifter. He's a strong man. I know,
1: I know. But I mean, I saw him do the uh, thousand pound deadlift for yeah. the first time the other day because mm. I watched his documentary on that, which is eleven eleven hundred pounds. That's oh, oh, hey. a
3: strongman deadlift.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
3: That's so so, weak. Um,
1: it's weak, I
0: and mean, I could do that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I'd say, I'd say, I'd oh, say
3: Eddie is pretty strong. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, my, my favorite strongman of all time is here now. Brian <laughs> Shaw. Yeah. yeah, Brian. Yeah. he's he is the largest and nicest human being you could ever mm. meet. Yeah, they they kind of don't go, do they? It's like the really big mouse. No, not when you <laughs> meet him and you talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's a really, really good guy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but po- po- powerlifters, uh, so my, my favorite powerlifters are some of my best friends mm. that may not have been world champions but are great. Mm. I mean, Stan Efferding was a great powerlifter and, ch- and bodybuilder. And uh Mark Bell is one of my best mm. bu- one of my best buddies who I mm-hmm. trust with everything mm-hmm. and there 's so many guys that just work out there that aren 't that strong mm. that are not for for them that are getting better that are those are my favorite people mm. as long That's as you 're nice dude. and you 'll weights, I like you yeah mm. I mean the guys here, Krita is one of my best buddies. I mean, Marcos doesn't even train, but he loves powerlifting. He knows more about stats than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his brother, Spiros, who's the craziest bastard I know <laughs> that I consider my brother, is the best spotter <laughs> in the business. Um, and then, you know, a, a whole bunch of other guys over there are just fantastic. I, uh, I helped coach uh, Billa Hamilton yesterday. Mm-hmm. She went nine for nine and had 27 white lights.
1: Ah, <sighs> that's pretty that's heavy. That's amazing. But you
3: know what? It's like, oh, you're such a great coach. She's already strong and she's a yeah. pro already, so it's yeah, pretty yeah. easy to just coach. coach. Yeah, it's like, just, um, it's um, it's like just conf- known as like Just the best confidence. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. go. we, we going goalkeeper. In uh... we gonna, we
1: gonna, <laughs> go- goalkeeper's pretty talented. Yeah, I know. That's probably a little bit better. <laughs> than we got we, gonna, oh, we yeah. got Hamish Hamish Ewison, uh has been having problems with his with his, the PTC um, guy yesterday from. South, South Melbourne I uh, don't know if you saw him was spotting Sinead the blonde head chick in the 70s Yeah, and um, so he's been busted up for a while can't mm. really train so he's just that's what he is he's, at the moment. he's, he's spotter and knee wrapper yeah, like, yeah. he loves his job knee wrapper that's he cool it, well knee
3: wrappers usually because I had to wrap knees you end up having the best forearms yeah. ever yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see I, I use the uh, more conventional method for forearms but uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: which is <works> why you're <laughs> not working forward. that well yeah that's why we're your forearms are rap- so they're so underdeveloped i not working them
1: out that's right i so start rapping so how
0: much, well um, in, in
1: both contexts <laughs> how, much, um, how much coaching do you do it do, do you coach it back lot. in the states
3: no, no. Um, I just have uh, buddies in the gym that I work out with that I help okay. but uh, like uh, online coaching for me mm. to do it I like a more personal approach so I would have to charge someone way too much money than what's worth. I, I can't do just cookie cutter routines and mm. do the paste no. and you know, that, so have you coached in the just, past
1: or anything or, or you just kind of had your really. time in the sport I just help and just, a bunch of people yeah okay Cool. My
3: my line to people is usually you know tag me on Instagram on your videos. I spend l- at least two hours a day commenting on people that tag me mm, for yep. free. So mm, you can yep. give them some free advice. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. You got to get back a little bit if you love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, so what numbers did you hit at the at yeah. the top of your peak? Did we yeah. get to that? Do we? I don't we know. know. Mm. I really want to touch on that. I really want to know. I really want to know. My peak, well, your peak numbers when you're uh, uh, when you're right.
3: in your kilos are four sixty two and a half. Four sixty two uh, and a half. squat. Two sixty five bench. And uh, 409 deadlift was at uh, 99 kilos with two-hour weigh-ins. 99 kilos. So your your deadlift was smaller than your squat? yeah alright okay. yeah, is that that's not normal is it yeah it 100% is. normal oh right okay if yeah. you know a damn thing about powerlifting <laughs> yeah. You know no, yeah I know. I'm, gonna, I'm just not. gonna walk over there I uh, might <laughs> just get the guitar out again actually yeah, uh, yeah right okay. yeah so actually, shake his hand he'll crush it yeah I
1: know. <laughs> um, yeah because obviously when you're a, a novice trainer it's the other way around yeah, absolutely. I, I suppose but why does yeah. that why does that because mm. do you, you don't because you
3: don't know how to squat yet. you don't yeah. have everything developed yet right and what there's no rebound off a deadlift unless you bounce a second rep okay
1: so, why then... Okay, explain to us why as you get stronger and progress that your squat can catch up to your deadlift. You have rebound. And it, and it is just about the rebound.
0: It's, it's about rebounding You de- or... start
3: developing stronger hips and legs. Yeah. Mm. Where the deadlift is just a grip and rip. Mm. But is a the deadlift, bit of is is less not as range?
0: Feeling. there's less range in the deadlift than is through a squat?
3: Not really. No. Yeah, right. That's super interesting.
0: <laughs> so my deadlift is weak as pierced. <laughs> and my squat's weak as piss.
3: So. <laughs> well, so at least, at least you're like,
0: you know... I'm aware of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm truthful about you're it. You're balanced. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So,
1: what about when you're um, what about when you're so going out to attempt your nine lifts? Did you go, Did you kind of throughout your career, did you follow the? I mean, a lot of people say first lift is always a lift that you know you can make. Second At a
3: contest. Mm. Yeah. Um, your training prepared you for the contest. In the warm up room and after your first attempt, you know what you're going to do next. Yeah. After your second attempt, then you know what you're going to do next. You can't go in there with the preconceived notion of these are the lifts I'm going to hit and that's it. Absolutely. No, they're, they're, they're written down in pencil mm. so you can erase them. Yeah. Because at a meet, you're not in the gym. You had to weigh in. You got three judges that don't like you probably. You mm-hmm. um, You got nerves. And mm. you're, like I said, on a platform that you never lifted in that, uh, with that equipment before. Yeah. So you take that all into account and just be prepared. Mm-hmm. And um, weightlifting, so the weightlifting, like the
0: starting weights and all that sort of stuff is very dependent on the other lifters. Is that the same in, in powerlifting, like you would put a, a number forward and if old mate put something else ahead of you, you, you sort of adapt to that. And It's no. really just about your no, numbers. I, I,
3: I, you could have strategy if you're going to be a close contest at subtotal on how you want to place your deadlifts and stuff like that to stay ahead with deadlifts and body weight and stuff. But at the end of the day, if you could try to go nine for nine and get everything out of you, how can you ask for anything more? Absolutely, yeah. You can only do what you can do.
1: So what do you, um, a question that I always find interesting uh, I've only really asked Weightlifters this But So you know how In competition sometimes With change of weights There will be Say you do your first lift There might be 12 minutes in between Your next, your next lift So you've got your three lifts What do you do to stay warm In that In between period So say you've got Your first Your opener You put a
3: towel on me And just sit there and wait You don't do anything no, there's not a lot you can do in powerlifting. Mm. Weightlifting is a little different because you can do you're a not, pull. You, It may be a max snatch or a max clean and jerk, but it's not a max squat or deadlift or bench. Mm-hmm. So it's a little, it's a, it's just a little bit different. Yeah,
1: I thought there might have been some sort of accessory, but mm-hmm. so it's just no, you kind of really wait nothing out. you can do. Because in weightlifting, you, what for me, I would do a pull. Yeah, yeah. you know, because it just keeps yeah. you warm. Keep that fu- Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but a, a pull with sixty kilos, which is close to your max, isn't isn't going to hurt you. <laughs> Come on,
0: mate. He's, he's about forty kilos. <laughs> he's <Yeah. a> <laughs> look at this, buddy. You got oh, nothing there
3: mate. what's that joke This is? I've seen better legs, legs than a bucket of chicken
0: yeah, that's well, right. I definitely have well, I've seen better legs um, I reckon he's got the best legs out of all the, the cheeks up there on the
2: stage uh, no not really they're not even, not. even <laughs> the hairiest it depends what you're into you don't even get s- the biggest balls yeah. so um,
1: true. so what about um, what about all these different federations Ed we always talk about um, I me and Tommy End up talking about um, performance-enhancing drugs Eight a lot in, the, yeah. um, in just cheap. any kind of sport. So powerlifting's very—it's one of the one sports where I mean, I don't know what you think of it, but from the outside looking in, or now that I am kind of on the inside, but it's it's looked at in a lot of ways as the non-tested federation and the tested federation, sure. which means the drugs and no, and no drugs. basically no, no it's yeah.
3: it's never the drugs and no drugs. It's the drugs and it's less drugs. It's the drugs and less drugs. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Right. Definitely, that's right. But uh, that's just personal preference.
1: So what's your thoughts so, on the whole know, thing? Th- there's, like?
3: there's a whole bunch of women that lifted yesterday that there's a good chance none of them ever even looked or know what it is. Mm. Yeah. They lift and, and, uh, and there's actually some guys, too. They do it because they like to because their buddies are there because they have a good time. Mm. Um, you have to go where you're going to have a good time and you enjoy it. Yeah. It's not always about uh, I have to be in this federation to look this way or to get this title. If you're thinking about titles already when you just start, then you've got an issue already. Mm. Just think about it as having fun and enjoying it. For Or, sure. else, or else you'll never do it forever. Yeah. No, but no, no I lived in an IPF for a, a long number of years, and I failed a couple of drug tests because mm. I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but that's 20-something years ago.
1: Mm. So, so my question is, though, like um, in sport, especially strength sports in general, like obviously the Rio Olympics with Russia – basically
3: being banned and yeah and like uh actually i think with that they were just trying to make a statement to make themselves look better because uh i'm sure there's other countries that if they tapped into their or hacked into their systems they'd find a whole bunch of shit oh yeah oh Ooh, yeah. yeah it was, it was just Bec- that they got caught was yeah Bec- That's uh, all. yeah
1: was Bec- i mean look Uzaki, at the ba- ba- look, look uh, back with, with, with yeah.
3: balco and America uh and uh, uh, jo- uh yeah and jones no ba- barry bonds never got caught positive positive. Mm. He was just
1: lied in, lied of contempt of court, wasn't
3: it? They just, said, yeah, they mm. just, they just said he, he lied about something. Yeah, but, uh, but with uh, Marion Jones and all those, and you think they got all those records? You think they buried all those records? Mm. Yeah, you know why? When Ben Jensen got caught at what was it the '84 Olympics mm-hmm. in LA? Um, after he got caught, they shut down the lab and didn't do any more tests. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
1: So obviously obviously yeah. there's drugs in all sports, but like my the my
3: main question is But there's gonna be there, there will be more in a non-tested federation. Oh, of course yeah. there will. But yeah. do
1: you think do you think um, sport in general, say say now back to talking about the Olympics like we just sure. were, do you think it's better to have like a powerlifting set up for all sports where you say, Okay, this is the drug tested federation, this is no. the non drug tested, or there's look, not enough room. So how do we mm. like how do you feel about the whole general Playing field of sport. in general because
3: they be just changed the it, you know, it, it would be lovely if everyone was on the same playing field. Mm. Yeah, but it'll never ever be that way. Yeah, mm. that's right. That's a pipe dream.
0: And, it'll yeah. never and if you be had that way. one sort of field that was regulated and one that wasn't, you'd still get people trying to go into the non-regulated. Sure. Yeah. Sorry, into it's the always, regulated. That's it. right.
3: it's always going to I lived that a little bit for a while. But you know, when I did it, there was a different era. Yeah, it was more of a uh, um, drug testing, not drug free.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and, which is different when it first comes about. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was guilty of it. Oh well, mm. you know.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's a. It, we actually had a really interesting chat about it um, on a on a show a couple of weeks ago. I just think yeah, there's always going to be people that, like you said, want to win, irrespective of sure of their enjoyment of the sport. And yeah, I, I, it's something that. I don't know. It's a contentious issue. It's a real great area, and we're never going to
3: see it. It's, it's actually not a great area. If, if you consider drug-tested or drug-free, if you're in a federation where we say we, our object is to have everyone drug-free, well, then you're going to have to take the precautions and the necessary precautions to do that and test everyone all the time. Mm. Yeah. You just can't test a few people here and there that yeah. you know are going to be negative. That's right. So would you like to see it continue the way it is now, or would you like to see
0: someone say, okay, look, we're just going to um allow all drugs
3: um and then let's just go for it let's see what happens actually by by the drug use i've seen in recent history i would say that would be a very very bad thing because the amounts that p- some people do scared the shit out of me mm. are you a
1: USA fan yeah so veto Belfort before he got caught with mm. the new drug drug testing system mm. Vitor and this is and I've spoken to you about this mm. um, briefly and I don't know the actual levels but it was the human growth hormone or testosterone levels that they no, got testosterone, testosterone tes- you,
3: they a, they can't test for human growth Yeah yeah growth testosterone
1: levels right. so his testosterone levels were there's there's like a safe range say so it's like you know 3 to 5 or whatever I, and I don't know Six the actual to
3: one or something yeah yeah right. yeah.
1: They're, they're, See, his, okay. his, testosterone
3: um, the epi-testosterone ratio. Yeah, his, yeah. Um, I'm with you
1: his levels were six times above the the top end the top end level that's nothing but it's like it's not even the no, it's, look, not even really? human, look, it's not look, even nothing, human look, anymore
3: look if he was just taking a half cc of testosterone and he took it two days before that he would have been at least that if not more yeah and sure. that's just a tiny bit we're not talking about taking 10 cc's a week plus insulin growth growth hormone and a whole bunch of other shit. all the good stuff we're talking about a tiny tiny bit mm. to help him recover at a, at a certain age or by the fact his body's beat up. Now, is it an advantage? Yeah, of course there's a slight advantage. Hmm. But it's not like you can't lump him in with uh, someone who just takes tons and tons of shit. Yeah. You know, you can't. Hmm. You, it's not the same.
1: Okay. well
0: that, It, th- it really just a comes that- down to who
3: gets caught. You know who's what I mean? It, if someone says, oh, he did steroids, but then you take a guy who's, you know, 300 pounds with abs, uh, that takes like uh, five hundred times more, and say, mm. "Oh well, he takes steroid too." You can't really put the two at mm-hmm. the same. Yeah, no, you're, right, you're right. There,
1: yeah, a, a lot of it is just for recovery, I suppose, yeah. and for prolonging the careers. Like, there's a lot of because the UFC's cracked down so hard now. Like, a lot of the fans of the UFC well, why, are like,
3: "Why have they cracked down?"
1: Well, I mean, basically to clean up the image of the sport. Exactly. Yeah. Because money. Yeah. Yes. Because money. Yep.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Irrespective of those two examples, of someone who's using it massively and someone who's not. The media and you know, the image of the sport is, okay, he got caught and he didn't, so he's bad. And he's good, mm. irrespective of whether that's correct sure. or not. You know, it just kind of
3: sucks,
1: really.
0: Well,
3: it doesn't make him bad. It just means he did a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I was there too, like yeah. I said.
1: So, yeah. so what about just like for straight human performance? You think it would be just like it's obviously, it would be cool to just open up the fucking uh, gates and go, righto, what
3: can humans do? Oh, what's well, that Saturday Night Live? The All Drug Olympics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> is that the one yeah. where um? Oh, mate, Richard, <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a ripper. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's all <it's> a pun. <laughs> that's
0: wow. good. Would you um, see, how, do you reckon you'd see a massive improvement in, um, in numbers? Yeah. Like, how, how much bigger would you say? You'd- more in the weight game than anything
3: else. Mm. Um, if, if you took a massive amount in track and field, with the ex- exception of like, you know, shot put and discus and stuff like that, there wouldn't be as much a, as an improvement. Mm. Um, but by taking a tiny bit, you'd see more of an improvement.
0: Yeah. I mean we were we were saying um, how cool would it be if we just saw all the best athletes in the world just take it for like (laughs) maybe four years or something and then we get blokes like Usain Bolt running like seven second 100s (laughs) and I was just sort of thinking it it
3: wouldn't increase him by that much
0: yeah well I mean mean, because of the sport that's involved yeah 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 yeah, that's right it
3: can make you feel a little stronger it can make you recover uh, stuff like that, but it's not going to increase it by so fucking much mm. that it's like, oh my god, he can fly now. he's got wings?
1: What did? You, what did you use it for? When you when you go, it, it made me feel tight. Mm. So in, in, in the offseason, I, uh, I would be doing stuff off.
3: that was close to world records, and I was completely clean. But it, it was such minuscule amounts back then yeah. that it was it was it was different.
2: Mm. You mm. know,
3: and then there'd be a period where you didn't even do anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget as well, which um, kind of tarnishes tarnishes a little bit, but people sort of think, well, I guess like mainstream media and people that don't know, which is fine, they'll look at someone who's taking drugs and go, oh, what a fucking cheat. But people forget that, you know, if you're taking, like you said, even just a little bit more, even a little bit more to get you that little bit of an edge. You're training twice as hard because you've got that recovery now, yeah, but, so you have to... But,
3: but but to some people... Well, no, to most people, really, it, it is a fucking edge. Who are you kidding? Mm. Mm. Oh, definitely, But but, yeah. but, like I said, if it's drug-free, drug test. Like I said, I did shit in a d- different era, and it justifies it a little bit, but not totally, because I still did it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, of course. But of course. But, I mean, it doesn't... Mm. It shouldn't detract from the... No, impressive. impressive Like like I don't
3: I'm not going to call someone the fucking devil and shun him for the rest of my life cuz I I have people from 27 years ago that weren't even around in powerlifting back then that I treat like gold that still look at me like he's a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. He's this. It's like mm-hmm. I, I'm actually one of the nicest guys you can meet. Yeah. I do everything yeah. for everybody. I like you. Yeah. yeah like th- it. Well, that's, uh, that's a flaw in <laughs> he's you already. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's he's Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to <laughs> We'll see how he goes. I'm going yeah. to get jacked off, later he's going <laughs> to yeah. fucking put me to... <laughs> but, uh, he's going to punish me. But you know, you, you know what? Some people just... You're not going to get through to them yeah, no matter exactly. how met good them of a person it. you're on. Yeah, so, you know, oh, well. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't want that you can't, life. Not everyone's going to be nice to you. It's just, oh, well. You know, if you got a problem with me after 20 years yeah. and I'm a real nice person and I give back a lot, then I think the problem's on you yes. after 20 yeah. it's years. It's their problem for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's real. It's like, natums. you know what? It was a fucking drug test. I didn't murder or rape or do <laughs> yeah. something yeah. stupid like that. was it a rape
0: test. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Can you test for that?
3: <laughs> those same those same people probably are out there drinking and driving and, and cheating on their wives and yes. shit like that, but that's okay, you know? Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: Because yeah. you do trust. All the shit that you never got caught doing. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I cheat on myself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we all do. Uh, hey,
0: uh, uh, Phil, do you want to go to the six from six? Yeah, I
1: reckon. Yep, cool. Yep. Um, Ed, so we'll get you out of here, get you over to the, the, the powerlifting sure. um, for the day. So we finish off with six from six, so three questions from me, three questions from yep. Tommy. So... Um, as you've already said you sound like a well-traveled man through the sport of uh, pouting so what's your favorite destination on the planet your favorite place australia boom i've been
3: here a million times already welcome Mm. (laughs) welcome specifically (laughs) any city you like particularly or well i got the most friends here yeah but my first world championships um here was in 1988 Mm. in perth
1: okay i was too i remember that well yeah back
3: when it was observation city owned by that guy bond that swindled everyone out of all their money
1: All right, cool. So which yeah, which is your favorite city in Australia? What's your favorite? favourite? Um
3: Probably around here. Yeah, Melbourne. Because yeah. I've been here the most, and I have the most friends. Mm. Yeah,
1: Melbourne is great. It's a fantastic yeah, city. It's fun.
3: Um, but I, I will say this without lying or kissing mm. you guys' ass. The people in Australia are so damn nice, it's unbelievable compared mm. to the rest of the world. We have, we have heard that before. But, no. um,
1: Specifically referring to just me and
0: you, though.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I can
0: tell you
3: what you
2: was saying. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stephen John.
1: Um, <laughs> Bill <and> Ben. <laughs> so, um, my second question. Ed, is your dream destination, so somewhere that you haven't been that's top of the bucket list?
3: Um, I want to go to, like... Uh, Bali, one of those places, and mm. stay in one of those huts out on the water oh, for yeah. two weeks with no media and get a massage every day. Oh, uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That's not bad. Yeah bora, bora,
1: bora, bora yeah. to Thailand. And, and, Thailand.
3: And, and, I'm, and I'm also like, I'm a huge animal lover. Yeah. Mm. Um, I used to have two tigers. Really? Oh, yeah, I used to have Siberian Tigers. Oh, fuck, man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> my, that, my...
1: that put you from
3: a— You uh, put like, you the most intimidating was... guy <laughs> in the world then after that. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're intimidating. I was relatively
0: impressed. And now, now Tigers. <laughs> yeah. yeah <he's> <laughs> on, white, on, my, on my
3: Instagram, if you go to my main page, you can, if you scroll down, there's a, a picture of me and a, 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 another old a former world champion, Kirk Kowalski. I have him sitting outside uh, uh, on top of a—with uh, <laughs> his paws in his head outside of a, a, a Viper car. <laughs> uh, when he was like four months old, and then I have another one where he's he, he's just sit, kind of sitting down in my backyard when he was about uh, ten months old. Uh, another right. Siberian, but a different color. What were their names? Uh, Pearl and Jade. Pearl and Jade. Jade. Pearl and That's cool. Now Pearl ended up being like seven foot tall, 400 kilos. <laughs> And,
1: and he walk on his hind legs. And, was he uh, actually seven told tall? Well, I, was I, he no, pretty <laughs> much.
3: Oh, he could power <laughs> he eat. He probably didn't need to be. Eh? Yeah, he could power eat raw meat. <laughs> but when he was uh, when he was that big, I hadn't seen him in a few years, so I put him out to a breeding program. Yes. Uh, I just donated. and uh, I went and saw him. He was at a, the very end of a long, long cage, like as long as this building in an L shape. Oh, cool. I thought it was a couch on the ground at first. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, after three years, he got up and he went... and just ran around and attacked the cage and almost knocked down the whole room oh. trying to get to me again. Wow. Wow. Pur- purring and licking on me and stuff. Let's the only see. thing you got to be careful is, is a lot of times when they go on their back is they pull things in to mouth it. Mm. Well, they have teeth or that also are... Known like, as,
1: also known as to us, kill it. Yeah, yeah They have teeth
3: that are this big. Oh, yeah. So they grab a lot to play and you can't let that happen. Yeah, Not.
1: that's like That's play, but it's accidentally... Yeah. killing
3: me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my arm's going <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But the, I, I could make him sit, jump up on stuff. Classic. I, I could fight with him a little bit. And that's he would cool. have yeah. fun. Yeah. That's cool. That's who, awesome. need, who
1: needs kids when you get tigers?
3: Yeah. That's well, I was the kid. Yeah. That,
1: yeah. That's right. Yeah. They'll yeah. Win. Um, <laughs> So, my last question is um, any books that you like to recommend to people um, that can be a biography, can be a graphic novel, can be. Can be I, anything. I have
3: an old book that's actually an ebook, book still. Hmm. It's on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Ed Cohen, The Man, The Myth, The Method. Well, there's times to plug your own stuff at the end, <laughs> end, end, end. Yeah. <laughs> no. But it sounds no uh, <laughs> uh, is, is, joking, is, it's far as powerlifting everything I did was basic. Yeah. I think if you have a routine that you have to work out so many percentages and so many yeah. goofy shit that it's it's too difficult. I really yeah. agree with that. No, no,
1: that is good. That is
3: probably look sounds at, like look the origin From weightlifting, powerlifting, boxing, running, everything. The basics never have to go out of style. Mm-hmm. You always have to go back and redo the basics to build upon what else you want 100%. to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah,
3: We actually get a
0: lot of, um, you know, just athletes, powerlifters, weightlifters, crossfitters, yeah. and everyone seems to say that. You just go back to the basic, basics, get your training right, get your sleep right, get your diet right. It's, yeah. it's, it's not going to hurt you.
3: Just if you take your time, you will get there. Mm. You'll learn a lot along the mm. way. Uh, mm. Not everyone's routine is going to work perfectly for you but you'll start learning yourself on what works and 100%. what's my weakness is okay I, that didn't work for me what he did I'm going to try this exercise mm. and th- that's what you find out but mm. if you take three years to do that look where you're at now you got a routine and a basic thing uh, schedule that'll last the rest of your freaking life mm. yeah exactly and mm. you'll enjoy it yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely and it's definitely really important to, um, to do that self evaluation so I, I can get stuck up sometimes going oh fuck I'm not proving at all but it's like hang on three years ago I was you know, where I was now. It's like, oh, I'm actually getting somewhere, you know? I would
3: I would actually, I think Jim Carrey had a movie out called 23 or something with all the numbers all yeah, over yeah, it. That, yeah. Was, good, that was me. I had hundreds of routines written out with every set, rep, weight, and exercise for anywhere from 10 to 14 weeks over a training cycle. I never missed a rep.
0: Yeah. yeah. Everything That's was written
3: out before I... How I, uh, how, where I am now, how do I want to get there? I write it all down and then I look at it and see if every week was doable built upon the next. Yes. If it's not, well, just erase it and change the numbers. Yes. That's simple. Yeah. You got to take the time to do that. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: Hey Ed, yeah, uh, first question. <laughs> um, someone you looked up to as a kid, who was your inspiration as a kid or, or someone you admire now?
3: Well, uh, I got started because I saw Bill Kersmeyer on TV. And it's nice when you meet your idol, and he's a pretty cool guy. But uh, Arnold and Franco Colombo. Yep. I sat next to Franco this year at the the Arnold Classic in one of the little award ceremonies. I got a nice selfie with him, and uh, Arnold gave me an award one year, and I watched him bust everyone's balls and teasing them. Like, you (laughs) know, if it wasn't for his fame, or even with his fame, I'm sure he would just like to sit down and have dinner and bust balls and have fun with a few Mm, people. Yeah, yeah. That's what he strikes me. Just that's a good cool. dude.
1: I've listened to um, a couple of his podcasts with Tim Ferris. Yeah. And he's just so smart and yeah. it seems just down to earth like it's it's unfathomable to me that someone who's I, I genuinely think he's the most famous person in history outside of Jesus Christ. Like, or in our day and age, sorry. In our Ooh, day and age. The Rock. What's that? The Barack Rock. Rock is, well, well, The Rock. Uh, the Rock is uh, the, uh, the Arnold. The Rock now. is the modern Arnold, sure. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But but Arnold I think is like for me. Yes. He's like and I think he's great. He's probably the most Everybody he's, prob- knows his name. Every, he's everybody's hero for some oh, yeah. for some reason or another, you no, know. I and um, I don't know where I was going with that. So no, what's no, the next question? Spot on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, uh, and yeah. So Ed, bit of a bit of a tangent. What um, What do you like to do when you've got some spare time or some downtime?
2: Um,
3: I just like to have fun and laugh. Yeah, that's it. I like to relax. I like I like I like good food. I like to just relax and bust balls and have fun. <laughs> bust balls and have fun. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Well, we've done all
0: that today. <laughs> and um, finally, my friend, um, if you could invite three people to dinner, dead or alive, who would they be and why? Ooh,
3: That's a tough or, question. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Um, my grandfather, because he would drink and play cards, and he gave me my sense of humor to Basketball. all the jokes. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, dead or alive? some someone more phil- like a philosopher or something yeah that was a thinker more we get
0: um people have said socrates a few times on the show yeah he's a good one
3: not really yeah, yeah <laughs> but, but you know someone that was a a good thinker yes uh, i just like good funny and, and like someone like Robert Williams have dinner oh, with yeah, good. so oh. I can laugh the whole fucking night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whole <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. he's going to do any impression holds on. you the
0: funniest bloke all time. I love to the best.
3: If you can make someone laugh you have a great time. You yes. can shoot him yeah. right away.
0: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: I oh, love it, mate. Cool. And um, finally,
0: uh, this is the fourth question, but it's not related to my three. Uh, where can people find you, mate? Anything you want to plug? Um, something I do really plug
3: anything. I have those. The, 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 my, my book, to, if, if I were to try to send you my book now because I'm, there's only limited copies left, it would cost too much. So you can just buy it for like 10 bucks on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm. what was it called again? The Man, oh. the, Myth, the, method. Man oh, the Myth, the Method. Man, the Myth, the, Ed the Ed Method. The Man, the
1: Myth, the Method. The Method, Ed Cohen.
3: It's like 10 bucks. Yeah. You know what? Here's what. Like, like, uh, I'm doing a bunch of workshops after this around. Mm -hmm. and uh, what I notice is people will spend an exorbitant amount of money on some stupid ass fucking supplements like but they won't take the time to learn how to do what they want to do correctly yeah Yeah. are you an idiot
1: yeah, people want Take, easy way way to learn out. People, people want easy people. way out. You know,
3: there's a lot of great, great power lifters out there. I've done a bunch of seminars with them. That I, I sit back and I get inspired just watching them speak. Yeah. Mm. And I'm, I'm th- what can I learn off this? Yeah. It's worth it. I'd pay for it too. Hundred percent. It really heck?
0: is the whole 100%. thing of give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Yeah. Teach a man how to fish, he'll never go hungry. Yeah, yeah. teach him.
3: Yeah. Mm. Learn from, learn from the really good guys. Mm. There's a bunch of good guys. You know, like I said, I've done, I've done something with Stan Efferding. Uh, Mark Bell, his buddy Jesse Burdick Mm -hmm. uh, Matt Vincent that's this clothing line Mm -hmm. I hate, the hate brand and he was a two time Highland Games champion Mm -hmm. doesn't know really anything about powerlifting but how he could move his body to be able to move weight, now that's cool shit so I can learn a lot from him still Mm -hmm. I can learn a lot from like I said uh, uh, Lane Norton with his diet stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a really good programmer named Bryce Lewis he's a USAPL IPF lifter, fantastic Mm -hmm. um uh, God, I, I, I could go on yeah. and on about yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Absolutely. Definitely.
3: Um, hey, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Loved it, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks. Te- thanks for having me. It's fun. Yeah. Beautiful. I got to rip on you guys and feel better about <laughs> yeah. myself. Mate, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: the next time you're in Melbourne or we'll come out of Australia, you can rip us for uh, for, for years if you want. <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, I like being
3: ripped. I deserve it. So. <laughs> yeah, well, because well, you'll never be ripped in real life. <laughs> yes, you might as
0: <laughs> well right. be ripped in another <laughs> day. let the last uh, the way out. Yeah. The final one. We'll just that's leave the, you guys that's with That's the kick all you down. You know the worst thing about that you're correct. Uh, that's true. I've got to deal with that.
2: So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Ed, well, that was a pleasure, mate. Thanks, Thanks for coming guys. on the show. I cool, appreciate it. Thanks, mate. And that's not a wrap.
0: All righty, guys. Just before we let you go, we uh, – we, so we kept, we kept talking to, to the great man, uh, Ed Cohen, and uh, upon our chats, we, uh, we learned something very, very interesting about the great man. Uh, something that happened to him um, – yeah, how do I say this? Um down in the rear end. Uh it was it was quite an interesting chat and we thought we'd uh turn the mics on to record. So uh let me know what you think. Um and let me know what you think about his poop. righty, And we'll speak to you soon.
3: Bye bye. So you can just you can just lead off with the with the, with the poop. All right. Uh we came back here because we started talking <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. With some juicy stories, That's literally. Right. Pants are still on, everybody. I repeat, the pants are still on. Yeah, not mine. And uh, we, we were talking about some of Mark Bell's podcasts and uh, poop stories, <laughs> how he keeps it funny. And they still talk about my poop story. Mark and Stan Efferding still tell it in their own seminars. <laughs> and uh, I had to do uh, 900 pounds for five reps in the squat, mm-hmm. and it was uh, the old school squats with straps down, and which is around 410 kilos. And on the first rep, I started pooping. <laughs> and, you know, you got two choices. you're Either you rack it and go clean up and come back. Then you have to do it again. Yeah. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> so every rep, it just started coming out. It was like, you know, do you ever see an old-time, uh, old-time Play-Doh machine where you put yeah. the Play-Doh in and you <laughs> squeeze it? <laughs> that was my ass. <laughs> was my ass. <laughs> and for the people that have kids, when they put a onesie on and that and that poop is all the way up to their mid back. Oh, yeah. That was me. <laughs> that's good. That's so good. I, you know, I took like 10-15 minutes, went down, cleaned up, threw the peanut butter underwear out, crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> yeah,
0: very good. The from right uh, last night was in full effect. And then
3: finished the workout. That that's was it. so good. But see, like, look, I mean, that, that's, I the, like that's the level per- you have to go to if you want to make it. It is what it is. <laughs> Sometimes you got to shit. I had my, I had my eye bleed during a squat. How does that? Just from don't know. Attention <laughs> pressure. Just out of lighting the, the pressure. He's,
1: he's clenching his ass. Hey, <laughs> it, if it did, <laughs> not nothing in my ass, <laughs> so something had to that's come so out. True. But after <laughs> butt plug up your ass, and shit coming you out your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now butt plug that <laughs>
0: you.
3: Yeah, um, that's what I'm doing anyway. A human butt plug. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Few of the bad do But, <laughs> but
3: uh, when I finished the last rep, my my eye went all cloudy, and I racked it. I said, "Hey guys." uh what happened to my eye and instead of going oh no let me get something for it they're like
2: oh shit yeah, 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 yeah. like your
3: eyeball popped out yeah, yeah, yeah. and i went like yeah i just kind of rubbed my fingers across my eye and it was all blood on there but then i wiped That's it off fucked. no blood no blood vessels broken No oh, nothing. Right, so just- okay just another day guys
0: really hope you enjoyed that show ed cohen was the man could not believe about his uh about his world records his wingspan was insane if you jump onto our Instagram page at Adventure Fit Radio, you will see that he physically strangled Bill as well. Give it a like, give it a comment, and uh, and yeah, you know how it is. So guys, quickly, we are sponsored by Quash Creative. Head to www.quashcreative.com, mention Adventure Fit Radio, and you will get a free basic SEO report on your website or feedback on your existing brand. Head to www.adventurefittravel.com. Join our mailing list, guys. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We love reading those reviews. And uh, obviously, we're worth a billion stars, but you can only put five down there. So that's cool. We're, uh, we'll sort with that. Finally, guys, Audible. Head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash radio. And just get yourself 10% smarter. Without further ado, goodbye.